0: Hello everyone, my name is Letizia Lupini, I work in Communication in the Director General for Financial Stability, Financial Services and Capital Markets Union of the European Commission. Today I will guide you through a new episode of the EU Finance podcast. There are a lot of things that we can do in our daily lives to protect our environment and fight climate change. We cycle to work every day to reduce pollution from cars. We try to save energy in our homes. We recycle our waste. But what if the money I invest with my bank goes into activities that do not respect the environment? Wouldn't that cancel out my personal efforts? How I make sure I invest green? Let's discover it together. More and more countries are engaged in the fight against climate change and Europe is fully involved. The European Green Deal aims to make the EU the first climate-neutral continent by 2050 and it does so by supporting green jobs, green growth and green investment. Let's focus on the latter, green investment. The green transition we need dedicated investments and we know the public money will not be enough. That is where my money can play a role. I'm here with land Deckers, head of the EU Commission Asset Management Unit. Hello, Alain. Welcome to the EU Finance Podcast.
1: Hello, Letizia. Thank you very much for uh, the invitation.
0: Alain, let me start with the the first question. So in your current job as head of the Asset Management Unit and uh, also in your previous job as head of the Corporate Reporting Unit, you've been uh, working to bring transparency to financial markets and companies. How has your job changed since the word sustainability entered this domain?
1: The simple answer is that it's changed a lot uh, because uh, until a few years ago, uh, this was really not a key element of our work. It has been to a certain extent, but there has been a huge change since the Paris Agreement in particular, uh, when the Commission really started to develop the work on what we call sustainable finance. First, that started in 2018 with the adoption of the first Sustainable Finance Action Plan. Uh, We also made uh, two proposals uh, for new legislation to put in place key building blocks to allow um, better information about the performance of financial products uh, and the classification of the performance of financial products. That was then followed up uh, in uh, 2019 by the uh, Uh, Green Deal, which uh, further developed this work and has led to many other actions, uh, including uh, one that has very recently been agreed to require companies in general in Europe to provide better information about their performance in sustainability terms. Um, That has just uh, recently been agreed between the uh, Council and the European Parliament. And uh, will be a major step, increasing the number of companies that are required to p- publish this kind of information, but also improving very significantly the quality and the scope of the information that they have to publish.
0: But what does it mean in practical terms? I mean, you talk about transparency and, and about disclosure information, but let's say I have some savings and I want to invest them. And I want to make sure that my money contributes, of course, to those important changes that are needed to make Europe greener. As an investor, how do I know if my investments have a positive impact on the environment and how can I avoid those that don't?
1: Well, the first thing you need as an investor in order to make those decisions is information that is reliable, that is easy to understand about the sustainability performance of financial products, and to a certain extent also about companies more generally. Uh, And that is, as I've just uh, set out before, one of the key elements of the the work we've been doing is just to provide that information. Um, So uh, in 2018, we proposed a regulation that was more focused on financial products uh, to require the producers of of, of these products to, to, to explain how their products Uh, If if they claim that their products uh, achieved certain sustainability objectives, then uh, to explain how that is the case, and they have to provide a range of information. Uh, And as I said before, we've just uh, adopted a a new uh, directive, a new piece of legislation to require a a, a large number of European companies, about uh, 50,000 companies in Europe, to produce information about their own performance too. Now, that may be relevant to investors either because investors can, on their own, decide which companies or which financial products they want to invest in. Some people and particular large investors uh, can do that. Uh, Many people go to their bank or to uh, other uh, financial advisors to get advice about which financial products are more relevant to them. And now with some new rules that will very soon enter into into force, uh, there will be a requirement also for those financial advisors to assess how a particular financial product uh, is relevant to what we call the sustainability preferences of individual investors uh, and of course that will also take into account the information that we ma- now make available via these new pieces of legislation that I've mentioned earlier.
0: That's, uh, that's great, that sounds really good. But well, what, I, what I'm afraid is that I hear often about the, the risk of greenwashing. So who ensures that such claims such sustainability claims are not just exaggerated or inflated
1: no, That's a very good question um, we have in uh, each uh, country in uh, europe in the eu um, authorities that are uh, in, responsible for supervising uh, capital markets and as part of this new legislation that i mentioned they will have a responsibility to check that the information that uh, either Um, financial intermediaries, financial companies or financial institutions publish about their financial products or that companies publish about their own financial performance is accurate and uh, reflects uh, reality and so that role of supervisors uh, and that enforcement role of supervisors is an essential one to ensure that we mitigate the risks of, of greenwashing um, we've seen some cases recently in which some European supervisors have taken action. Uh, I'm not going to comment about individual cases, but that is a normal part of the process. Uh, we've seen this also in other jurisdictions, in the US for example. So uh, that is a that is a process which will require further work because there are, of course the role of individual supervisors in each country. But we also want to achieve some kind of consistency within Europe and then those supervisors cooperate at European level through uh, an authority in particular called the European Securities and Markets Authority, which uh, tries to coordinate positions so that we have what we call supervisory convergence, which means effectively that different supervisors reach similar decisions when faced with uh, similar circumstances.
0: We talk about rules for the financial industry and financial products. And you also mentioned uh, corporate reporting rules for companies. So are these different rules and how can I find those companies that are more responsible than others? And again, how can I make sure that these companies report the truth?
1: So the two sets of rules are complementary but they do have slightly different purposes. As I mentioned before, the, uh, we have one piece of legislation that focuses more on the sustainability performance of financial products uh, and another piece of legislation that focuses more on the sustainability performance of companies themselves. Um, the, both uh, they reinforce each other because for uh, to be able to understand the sustainability performance of financial products you need to have information about, for example, the shares in which a fund has invested. And in order to be able to achieve that, you need to have information from the companies themselves about their sustainability performance. So the two uh, reinforce each other, uh, but they have slightly different uh, scopes. So we have put in place uh, as part of this uh, recently agreed um, legislation, we require for the first time that companies audit their uh, what we call sustainability information in a similar way, not exactly the same way, but in a similar way that they have for many years audited have have had to audit their financial information. So this is a very big innovation uh, because this is uh, I think probably the, the the first piece of legislation that that requires this on a, on a significant scale. Um, so that's one way. I mentioned already the role of supervisors, uh, so they have also to ensure that this information is is accurate. Um, From the point of view of an individual investor, uh, of course, they can go either through their financial advisors, uh, who who can, can use this information when providing advice to them. For those who want to invest directly without going through financial advisors, we have also recently proposed the creation of what is essentially a um, European database, or at least a, a connection between m- databases in Europe that will allow investors to access all this information in a user-friendly manner uh, and in a user-friendly format, uh, in a digital format, so that people don't have to use paper or PDFs anymore. Um, and that is called the European Single Access Point, uh, which will be established uh, by the European Securities and Markets Authority and we hope that that will also be a useful tool to allow investors uh, including retail investors if they if, if, if they want to, to to access this information to be able to assess whether the shares or products of a, of a particular company are uh, sustainable uh, or, or meet certain sustainability objectives.
0: And are there any developments that you want to mention to our listeners?
1: Well we focused very much on transparency so far but we do other things too. Um, One example would be uh, the European Green Bond Standard, which the Commission proposed uh, some time ago. Uh, It is not yet finally agreed, but there has been very good progress in the negotiations about that recently. Um, The idea there is that uh, we create a, a sort of gold standard Uh, that will act as a reference point for the market, so that we encourage the the issuance of high-quality green bonds that can then contribute to investment in in, in green assets. And the Commission is also, uh, in in our department in particular, is also looking at a number of other initiatives. For example, we have recently consulted about um, whether we need to do something about sustainability ratings uh, and that is uh, now we're analyzing the outcome of the of that public consultation and uh, that may lead to some further proposals or at least policy initiatives uh, next year for example
0: so we come to the to the last question uh, which is more uh, related to the international Uh, uh, landscape, uh, as many countries in the world are uh, taking policy initiatives in the area uh, of sustainable finance. Are there any differences with what we do in Europe and uh, other jurisdictions, for example?
1: I think there's a common move towards uh, paying much more attention to sustainability in the financial sector, and that is something that is happening in many countries whether in Europe but also in the US to a certain extent and, and, and in other jurisdictions. It's true that in Europe we have tended to, well, first of all, I think we're, we're seen as uh, pioneers to a certain extent and we are a little bit at the forefront of all these developments. And uh, one way in which that manifests itself is that we have a somewhat more comprehensive approach, I think, that some other jurisdictions, while everybody agrees that the minimum we need to do is to look at the risks, uh, the financial risks that are created by dependencies on the environment or other sustainability factors, um, and that is something that is widely shared and is being worked on at an international level. And also, for example, in the U.S., the Securities and Exchange Commission is is working on some disclosures on on climate, for example, which which uh, are focused on, on on that dimension of uh, of, of risks. Uh, we in Europe also think it's essential to look at impacts. So, how do the activities of companies uh, or the companies in which financial Uh, products are invested, uh, how do those impact environment and society. Uh, This double perspective, both on risks and on impacts, is what we call double materiality. That is to a certain extent a little bit of a European specificity. Uh, It is not something that is fully reflected in in, in other jurisdictions.
0: Thank you very much, Alain. So, we, we talk about the, uh, the work of the Commission to bring transparency to financial markets and companies. We talk about the uh, information that the financial industry has to, to disclose, uh, uh, also uh, on financial products. We talk about the information that companies have to report. And we talk about also standards, such as the European Green Bond standards. We also talked about the differences with what we do in Europe and other jurisdictions i hope this was helpful for you it certainly was for me since now i know what i have to do and where i have to look to check how green are my finances that's it for today Uh, please feel free to share this episode and all the other episodes of the eu finance podcast to like it and uh, spread the word until next time